Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always, and continuing to get the truth out there the best you possibly can. And I appreciate and support all of our listeners that are actually standing up for truth and for value and continuing to just get the real, real facts about what's going on out there. And I've told you guys, and most of you all have known, my disdain for Disney and their ability to continually push propaganda and essentially try to push things that groom children to go in the direction that they want. And as we're starting to see now, I really, I, I mean this sincerely, I really hope a lot of parents really, really, really evaluate supporting Disney as we're starting to see this right here. The company is now pretty much going for full support of sexual grooming in children and is a complete and total game changer of what everybody actually thought Disney was about. As I've said before and I've repeatedly said, parents, you know, parents, even normal parents, good parents, they understand how important it is to preserve children's innocence as long as you can. I'm a parent of two and I completely understand that with these young children, they're four, five, six, seven, eight years old. It's, it's very important to maintain that as long as you can. And obviously you can't protect them forever. They're going to be exposed to the real world at some point. But at this young developmental age, it's very important that they're allowed to experience, you know, the small, small, short, short time of childhood. And on top of that as well. They learn biblical values and ethics and morals, and you teach that to them. And you teach them how to say thank you and yes, sir, and no, sir. And you teach them how to apologize if they do something wrong. And you teach them how to stand up for one another and how to support one another. These are all core principles that are based not only in biblical you know, culture and biblical readings, but also in American culture. This is very important, and for some odd reason – so many parents have completely and totally left that to the wayside, and they simply enjoy Disney grooming their children. And as we're starting to see now, the very context of people coming in now and saying that it's okay to expose little kids to sex is simply pedophilia grooming. And I warned about this 10 years ago when this started to occur with the whole transgender topic that came to light. And I told everybody, I said, this is where this is going to go. This has nothing to do with the very, 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 very small populace that actually classify themselves as adult transgenders. This is all about putting perversion into children's minds and changing the direction what they go. And I was reading some comments on an article the other day, and this one lady got on there, and she goes, it's, if you knew how many ch parents had children that were transgender or gender-confused at four or five years old, it's so important we talk about this as much as we can in school and help them understand it. And a guy commented right afterwards, and it was kind of funny, and I don't have it in front of me, but basically in a nutshell what he said was, your child's not gender-confused. Your child's simply living as a child. If your child thinks they're Batman, are they confused from Marvel Comics? Do they have a confusion about who they are? No. They're simply in a fantasy world, and they're choosing to do certain things. A lot of times if a boy picks up a Barbie doll and plays with a Barbie doll, there's probably nothing that's really going to come about of that. Now, if you sit there and go, oh, little Timmy – you're playing with a Barbie doll. Do you want to be a little girl, Timmy? Do you want to change yourself to a little girl and play in a little dollhouse and wear a dress and put a princess crown on little Timmy? And he may look at you and think they're Batman. Are they confused from Marvel Comics? Do they have a confusion about who they are? No. 
they're simply in a fantasy world and they're choosing to do certain things. A lot of times if a boy picks up a Barbie doll and plays with a Barbie doll, there's probably nothing that's really going to come about of that. Now, if you sit there and go, oh, little Timmy, you're playing with a Barbie doll. Do you want to be a little girl, Timmy? Do you want to change yourself to a little girl and play in a little dollhouse and wear a dress and put a princess crown on little Timmy? And he may look at you and he's either going to go, no, I'm not exposed to. This is called child sex grooming. That's exactly what they've been doing in school system and what they've been doing at Disney for years and years and years. And point proven, and I'm just going to bring this out here right now, one of the main Disney executive producers of their films has said that they have welcomed her secret gay agenda. This is basically a video that was released by the City Journal featuring executive producer Latoya Ravenna casually talking about how the company encouraged, and I quote, her not-at-all-secret gay agenda when she became an employee. And she goes on to say, and quote from her, she goes, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching it. When I started there, I was experiencing, I was kind of baffled by the opposite of what I've heard until they basically told me that they encouraged that they have welcomed her secret gay agenda. This is basically a video that was released by the City Journal featuring executive producer Latoya Ravenna casually talking about how the company encouraged, and I quote, her not-at-all-secret gay agenda when she became an employee. And she goes on to say, and quote from her, she goes, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching it. When I started there, I was experiencing, I was kind of baffled by the opposite of what I've heard until they basically told me that they encouraged me to basically in all of their Disney TV and movies as they go along and that they are very disheartened and angry about the don't say gay bill. And as I told you before, it has nothing to do with don't say gay. It has everything to do with don't groom my children, you stinking pedophile bill. That's what it is. And it really frustrates me to know in this so many parents will still blindly turn around, go blow $1,100 on a platinum annual pass per person to take them to Disneyland to support this. And now you may go. Listen, Austin, when I go to Disney, I only like to ride stuff like, you know, Tower of Terror, Indiana Jones, or the Great Movie Ride, or shoot, I don't even think that's there anymore. Uh, anyway, this is a lot of the cool rides they used to have. I haven't been there in years and years and years, so I don't know what they currently have now. And my response is, yeah, I know. Some of those rides were cool. I remember when I was younger. Can't argue with that. However, majority of the rides, I'm sure, have changed to be more inclusive and not offend anybody. But the remainder of the bottom is this. Money is fungible. Whether or not you actually go in with your children and support the openly gay, not secret gay agenda that they're trying to promote, they're blatantly saying here, and you simply ride a couple rides and leave, you're still handing them $1,100 per year for platinum passes for every single person you bring into the park. Not to mention when you go buy a turkey leg or you go buy a milkshake or you go buy a cheeseburger or all the overpriced drinks and food they have at the bar. You are promoting that agenda because you are handing them money, which is making sure it maintains their stock value and their portfolio, and they continue to have all the cash they need in their operating account to promote their agenda. There's a reason why. The fact of the matter is, and the sad part about it is, there's even a bill that has to come out now that talks about not grooming children. We shouldn't need a bill like this or a law like this. We don't need more laws on the books. But the very fact that this has become such a problem now that we're having to make it a law not to sexually groom children and expose them to pedophilia behavior is almost lunacy to me. I don't even really know how to respond to it. And DeSantis came out the other day, and he said it's crazy, the actual – the the just hypocrisy of 
basically California Disney and Orlando Disney and what they're trying to do. And basically they've come out now and Disney's blatantly said that they are going to actively work to repeal this law that he put into place. They said that now, California Disney, they're going to actively repeal. And DeSantis said, not only is this completely and totally fundamentally dishonest, he goes, the state is governed by the interests of the people in the state of Florida. It's not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run the state. They do not control the state. If it wasn't such an affront, why they weren't speaking up out at the onset. He's blatantly saying, and he said this, for them to go to actively work to repeal substantial protections for children as a company that is supposedly marketing services to parents with young children, they have fully crossed the line. Now, you've got to remember, Disney is a massive tourist attraction in Florida. Not just Disney World or Magic Kingdom or MGM or any of these other ones. They have resorts all over. I mean, they're literally couple lily padded all over Central Florida. And pretty much anything in the surrounding area in Central Florida has Disney's handprint on it. They have their own power grid, guys. Their own power grid like Tico. They're completely independent. They're like their own little country over there. They bring massive revenue into the country or into the state from out of the country, from people that come there to visit and go to the resorts and go to the parks. So for DeSantis to go head to head with one of the largest income producing tourist attractions in central Florida shows you, in my opinion, that his resolve on this is not soft and that he is absolutely not okay with children being exposed to this. Now, there's a lot of things that I wish DeSantis would have done more aggressively as far as promoting children not getting the shot at all. Instead of just saying healthy children not getting the shot, I think that's something he really should have addressed. And I, if I ever had the chance to actually engage him in conversation, I would love to have a very, very uh, respectful debate and conversation with him about a lot of stuff. I've tried to reach out to him, but I guarantee you him and everybody else in the whole country tries to get a hold of him. But this is where we're at right now, and this is why I've been yelling about it for years about what they're trying to do to sexually groom the children. And now, my friends, it's finally starting to be exposed, and they're rearing their ugly head and not even trying to pull back or try to basically take a step back and say, oh, well, by the way, we're just going to kind of recoup on this and rethink our strategy. They're doubling down and letting everybody know exactly what they're trying to do. And I've said this over and over and over again. If grown consenting adults in the privacy of their own home want to do weird stuff, I don't care. That's not my problem. That's between you and God and you and your partner or you and your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. I don't care. Do I think it's right and okay? No. But as free will comes upon us, we don't have the right to go into somebody else's domain or castle and tell them what they can and can't do. Now, when that line gets crossed, and I have made this very clear my entire life, when that line gets crossed is when an individual or a pervert or a pedophile or a cross-dresser comes in my realm or my world in my area and says, you don't have a right to say no to my perversion. You don't have a right to question me. You have to accept everything I say, and you can't say anything against me because you have to be inclusive. The coin goes both ways. You don't have to agree with what I say. I don't care if it offends anybody. I really don't. I'm past offending people nowadays and caring about it. Everybody gets offended by everything now. You can't even say the word blue sky without somebody popping out saying, it's not blue today. It is, it's a light purple. You're not being inclusive, and I'm offended that you are not trying to take care of me. And my response is, well, I'm offended that you're offended. 
I mean, if we're, we're going to go back and forth and act like fools, then that's the response you're going to get. But most of the time, I don't even address or respond to people when they start up with that type of lunacy unless they're starting to come at me with that, and then I will come back with them as straight facts. So, my friends, it's very important we continue to maintain the freedoms that we have in this country in order to speak freely. If Disney wants to speak freely and they want to say it's perfectly okay for pedophiles to groom your children, this is their opinion. Not my opinion, not I agree with, but that's their opinion. They have a right to say this. They have a right to say it. It is my right to say absolutely Disney can kick rocks. I want nothing to do with them, and I encourage everybody else to do the same if they want to go down this dark, perverted realm. I have that right. They have that right. And everybody has a right to make their own decision about what perversion they want to engage in if they want to engage in any at all. Everybody has that right, my friends. Remember that. And everybody has a right to speak their mind and say what they want to say. Even if it offends you, I don't care. You shouldn't care. Go on your own way. Everybody has their own opinion. They're like belly buttons. Nobody gets away without having one. So continue to stand up for the truth and freedom. Check your convictions. And remember, there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now. And the entire reasoning, they do certain things out there. And they put certain things out in the media, and they put stupid little actors out on a stage to do certain things, and they put certain things up in television and on radio and on CNN. It's designed to keep people distracted of what they're really trying to do, and they're going for blood. They want to bring in the darkness, and they want to bring in the perversion, and they want your children, and they want it now. It's like that movie Tombstone when Ringo, he's talking to Doc Holliday, and he goes, I want your soul. He wasn't joking. You, talk, you get people that are this dark, this demented. There's no good in them. They want nothing good, nothing just, nothing biblical, nothing Christian. They want complete and total darkness, and they're not happy unless everybody else is in the same miserable pit they are. So remember, when you see companies promoting this, remember who you're accountable to for your children and who you're accountable to and how they grow up and what they're exposed to when they're younger, my friends. What do you think, Dad? Wow, that was intense. So let me make a let me make a joke here. I mean, I gotta we gotta we gotta back away from all that because that was really a well said segment. Uh, belly buttons. Uh, here's the question: Did Adam and Eve have a belly button, Austin? Are you there? <laughs> I mean, we gotta we gotta step away from that for a second. I'll come back to it in a minute. But did Adam and Eve have a belly button? The obvious, obviously is the answer is no because they had no, no umbilical attached to them because God created them. I guess unless he had an umbilical attached to them while he was forming them. I don't know what. I don't know how that was all done. I, I, bet, I, bet, I bet you Adam though did have a good set of abs. I would imagine. That. <laughs> he was super big. I'm sure he was a lot bigger than we are. Oh yeah. But, but you know, but I, I had to step away for a second because wow and and i want to i want to thank you guys too i just got a letter in from another newsletter that came in it says that uh uh, i'll cut right to the chase Uh, we've lost a major source of funding for our newsletter leaving us approximately three thousand dollars for our short every month for our costs and needs until we find a permanent solution Uh, we basically need to raise money on a daily basis and the good news that if every loyal reader donated just ten dollars a month we could ensure the news and information every day now here's why i read that Okay, I'm getting these literally every week now from different newsletters that I subscribe to. People have stopped supporting alt media, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the gas prices. Maybe it's because they don't know what to do. And I want. To, and here, here's why I bring this to you. We thank you. I pray for you every day. The vast majority of our listeners, and I pray for you anyhow, 
don't buy your toothpaste and you don't buy your multiple vitamins from us, but yet you're going to the grocery store, I hope, I hope you are, and buying toothpaste and deodorant. I don't understand that, okay? I really don't. I don't understand why, you know, you're supporting the show by listening to it, which thank you, and I pray for you, but you don't support us financially. And I want to thank you for that. For all of the listeners who support us financially, I actually prayed a special prayer for you guys today. I really did. Now, I'm not asking you not to listen to the show because I'm really happy you're here because you've really helped our numbers and you guys bring a lot of new listeners to the show, and I thank you for that. But I feel sorry for all these alt-media people now that are going out and basically losing their funding because of censorship. Uh, it happened to us what almost four, four over four years ago now. YouTube took us down. Didn't, didn't give us any reason. We tried to contact them, nothing. And so we, we no longer have a YouTube channel for the Ted Nelson Brower Show. We do for Ted Brower and Health Master, but not for the Ted Nelson Brower Show. Because we were so politically incorrect that they couldn't even give us a reason. <laughs> I guess the reasons were too long as to far as why they pulled us down. We were one of the very first shows to be censored off YouTube, long before any of the big boys like Alex Jones got censored, long before anybody did. We got yoked. Now, think about that for a second. Obviously, we're hitting a nerve here with these guys. And, you know, the other night, I watched a movie by Mel Brooks. And I'm not recommending the movie. It's a funny movie. It's a parody. It's just it's kind of a stupid movie, to be honest with you. I saw it live while I was on theater when I was in London a few years ago, and it's called The Producers by Mel Brooks. And it's like a like a spoof on Nazi Germany. It is funny. It's got some gay characters in it, which I don't care for, but whatever. They did a good job. And I was watching this movie, and I remember what Mel Brooks said about the movie when he did it. He goes, and he did the play. He said, this is the equal opportunity offender. I'm paraphrasing him. He goes, this movie, this play has something that's going to offend everybody. <laughs> I just laughed and I watched the movie and I, I started laughing. And I said, he's right. It offends everybody. Now, let me share something. Here's why I brought that up. The Ted and Austin Brewer show, we pick on everybody. If they say something stupid, we say something about it. Almost all the alt media shows are not addressing Disney. Disney generates literally hundreds of millions of dollars in sales tax for Florida every year. That's why they feel they can tell Governor DeSantis what to do from a lobbying effort. And I can guarantee you Disney is going to fund the opposition candidate against DeSantis in absolutely huge amounts of money, either directly or indirectly through different subsidiaries through ABC. Remember, ABC, CBS, NBC, all of these companies are owned by BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. Okay, they're all being controlled by the bloodline families of this group of people who run the world, period. And these guys are weirdos and perverts. <laughs> okay, so when we call these people out, we talk about gays, we talk about queers, <laughs> right? we talk about Russians, we talk about Germans, we talk about Jews, we talk about Chinese guys, we talk about weirdos in the United States, we call <laughs> President Biden the bumbling buffoon. The pervert sniffer. I mean, guys, this show is so politically incorrect. It, it, it's it's incredible. It really is. I mean, and, and I and I and it's not because we're trying to make it that way. It's because this is just our style and how we do it. Because we're just trying to tell you guys the truth. So if every once in a while I say something to you guys that you don't like, just chalk it up to me being politically incorrect. I'm not trying to offend a specific person. I would never do that. But I've got to look at this. It's like Austin said. When you know these things hit the media. And they get all this free advertising, and they want everybody to talk about it and take their mind off of what's happening with the kill shot, take their mind off of what's happening in the Ukraine, take their mind off the fact that Russia 
maybe going to a gold standard, take their mind off the fact that, you know, we're having 15% inflation rates in the United States, take their mind off that basically diesel fuel is $5 a gallon, take their mind off that you're being sprayed like insects every single day with chemtrails and with, with poisons from the sky, take their mind off that basically they're putting nanotechnology into the kill shot, injecting you to turn you into a circuit board, and on and on and on. And then we got Disney going in and now saying, we want to groom your children and we're going to make all the characters basically, you know, you know, gay or whatever they want to do, have a certain percentage of gay characters. They no longer call princess party princess parties because the girl may not want to be a princess. Unbelievable. And this is a direct affront. So why in the world are you harassing me in Austin? <laughs> Because it's something we say on the show. Why are you? Have you written a letter to Disney? You 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 basically say stuff to us. You you don't support the show, and you're trying to force us to change or to address stupid topics and political correctness on the show. Have you written a letter to Disney? Are you still giving money to Disney? Do you still have the app? I, I recall I read the letter to you yesterday. I'm asking you that question. Why are we being pushed to the point where we're being told, well, you can't do this because it's not politically correct? I got a news flash for you. We ain't politically correct. And we're going to say things that are going to offend you like Mel Brooks did years ago. I had Southeastern University here in Lakeland. They wanted me to donate some money to them. And then about the same time, Florida State University, I'd released that book, Maximum Energy. And, uh, you know, I didn't release it. It was published. It was a big time seller. And they had found out about it. And they had a group down here for fundraising in central Florida for Florida State. And they called me up. <laughs> I graduated over 20 years earlier from Florida State. They didn't contact me for nothing. And they told me, they said, we want you to, to have, we want to come by and say hi to you. I said, okay. And so they came by, you know, two people did. One of the deans, by the way. And, uh, you know, and, and another lady, and they sat down and they talked to me. They said, we want to know what you've done to, to get on the platform, you know, with President Bush and Barbara Bush and Colin Powell and Schwarzkopf. And, you know, you've got a best-selling book, and we just want to just hear your story. And so I told them my story. And then, and finally, they, I said to them, I said, but i got a question for you guys. <laughs> what are you doing here? You know, I haven't heard from you guys in 20 years at all. And I said, you know, I'm not sure why you're here. And they said, well, we're basically here for fundraising. And I said, oh, here we go. Here we go. And I, I kind of looked at them and I kind of laughed. And I said, well, you know, I got to say something to you. I said, we had, a, I had a lot of really horrible professors at Florida State, especially in the biology chemistry department. They were horrible people. They were just horrible individuals. And a lot of the classes that I took, I did not enjoy. And I, a lot of the people were just absolutely wretched. Now in the college of business and some of the classes of psychology, they had some pretty good professors. And he wasn't from the College of Business. He was from another different. He was College of Arts and Sciences. And I said, so I have a difficult time in supporting Florida State University as far as from my time there. And then I said, and then on top of everything else, I said, you've got your gay and lesbian studies. This is 20 years ago, right? And they said, well, yeah, we do. We try to be a diverse university. And I said, well, here's the problem. And Austin referred to this earlier. I'm going to say it to you again. I told them, I said, money is fungible. I said, if I give you money for a certain part of the school, that frees that money up that you would have had to use for that school to support gay and lesbian studies. And I said, is that true or is it not true? And they go, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> I said so indirectly, I'm supporting gay and lesbian studies. And they said, well, you can't really look at it that way. I said, the heck I can't. It's my money. And, I, that's why, and so I didn't give them anything. I didn't give, I didn't give Florida State a penny. 
And, and it was an interesting story, and I, I, I wanted to share that with you guys. So I brought that up to say this. Why are you giving Disney money? That, that's the quick, you know, why are you doing that? Why are you supporting their app? Why are you watching their movies? I mean, why are you doing that? I've already given you an entire list of actors that are off my list of people that I'll ever pay to see act again. We've got to do that, guys. We've got to not support the people that are standing against us in the values of the United States and the values of a free enterprise system and the values of a republic and the values of a Christian, once Christian nation. We've got to stand against it. You go, ah, Ted, you're just old fashioned. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I'm almost 70 years old. I'm closer to 70 than I am to 60. And uh, yeah, you're right. I'm old fashioned. But my, my, my brain still works at 100%. It still clicks on all cylinders. And I can still see the truth. And I'll still speak the truth. And I've taught Austin to speak the truth. That's why this show is growing by leaps and bounds, because we don't play the stupid games with everybody anymore. I don't, I don't do it. I told you about two years ago, I pulled a Band-Aid off this show. I said, I'm done. I'm done with any level of political correctness. I'm not going to do it anymore. You, you don't think we get hate mail because we talk about queers? <laughs> I mean, really, guys? You don't think that we get death threats? You don't think that we have all kinds of crazy stuff happening to us? People telling Austin what time he leaves his house to go to the office in the morning because they're monitoring us and they're basically spying on us? Oh, yeah. You don't think we've got cameras every now with security systems everywhere? I could go on and on and on and on. Guys, we're doing this because I feel and Austin feels that we're in the middle of God's perfect will for our lives. That's why we're doing this. Please do me a favor. You got to complain about something that's political correctness to us. Save it. Don't send it to us. It just irritates me. <laughs> All right, because I a lot of you guys have access to my emails. A lot of you guys do it on Instagram. A lot of you have my personal phone numbers. Guys, please stop. Okay, I I don't need it, and Austin doesn't need it, especially from our core group. But again, every single time we go back and we look at this. And we try to find out if people who are doing this are supporting Health Masters, supporting the show financially, 99% of the time they aren't. So cut us some slack. We've given you guys incredible access to us through Instagram, through my wife, you know, and through the emails to Austin in the office. Why don't you go try to go ahead and call up Alex Jones? I'm just going to pick Alex. Why don't you go call Alex up and have him return a phone call to you? Okay, I'm hearing the da 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 Okay, I'm hearing that right now, okay? Because you can't. You can't call him, okay? Because they don't give you access to them because they don't want to talk to you. They really don't. And, you know, and here's the thing. I had another friend of mine, and I can't really say he was a friend. He was a TV evangelist about 20 or 30 years ago, and I basically had a I had his phone number. And I started sending some information questions to him, and he didn't want to talk to me. I thought he did, but he didn't. And he, he just changed his telephone number. <laughs> he just changed it. And I and I talked to one of my, my friends who went to his church, and they said, oh, that's what he always does. He always changes his phone number every 30 days so nobody can contact him because he don't want to talk to anybody. And I thought to myself, wow, wow, that's really weird. But, you know, guys, that's what happens when people get to a point I mean, we've got millions of listeners on this show. It's a, it's, it's a big show. And I don't even want to address this stuff today about political correctness, but I'm, had, I had to bring it up to you guys one more time. Please stop it. I'm going to say something that's going to offend you. 
I got promise you. Give me enough. Give me enough time, and I will pick on you, your country, your heritage, anything about you. I'm going to say something, whether directly or indirectly, whether I mean to or I don't. I'm going to say something. Guys, just take the show in aggregate. If one hundredth of one percent, I do something that you don't think that you agree with. It's okay. We still get an A. It's all right. But I wanted to share that with you today. And also I want to talk about Governor DeSantis because he's – and I've, I've spent enough time on that nonsense now too. But Governor DeSantis, I'm really – I'm like Austin. I'm really starting to like this guy. I mean I'm, I'm starting to look at what he's doing, and I'm watching him, and I'm going, you know, gosh, Governor. I mean here's, here's – let me just give you a couple quick articles. Here's, here's one from Breitbart. Deron DeSantis slams the leftist lying about parental rights bill. They say – they support sexualizing children in kindergarten. Wow. They don't want to admit that, it's, that they support a lot of things that we're providing protections against. We will continue to recognize in the state of Florida parents have a fundamental role in the education, health care, and well-being of their children. We will not move from that, DeSantis said on Monday, signing the Parental Rights Bill, which bars classroom discussion and sexual orientation and gender identity for children in kindergarten through third grade. Personally, I think he should have made it through sixth grade. It's really important. Here's another one. Ron DeSantis announces lawsuit against the federal mask mandate not grounded in any science. He's going against the federal mask mandates, especially on pyramids. I mean, this guy is being who Donald Trump should have been, quite frankly. Here's another one. This is all from a couple last couple days. Ron DeSantis vetoes Republicans' congressional map, and he's calling for a special session. He's actually going against some of his own Republicans in his own party because what they're doing is not right. you got to love this guy. Here's another one. Ron DeSantis, a people who held up degenerates like Harvey Weinstein opposed parental rights, I wear that as a badge of honor. I'm going to repeat it. If people who held up degenerates like Harvey Weinstein, which he was, opposed parental rights, I wear that as a badge of honor. Wow, DeSantis signed the Parental Rights and Education Act on Monday, which has left the repeatedly lied about dubbing the Don't Say Gay Bill, even though it does not ban a single word, phrase, or orientation, rather it simply bars age-inappropriate classroom discussion. Now, I I posted the other day one of the things that he was talking about on there. It's showing basically, forgive me if if your children are listening right now, it's got got gay guys and gay boys kissing each other, making out. Oh, yeah, this is the classroom book they were going to use. Remember, this this isn't just discussing it in class verbally. They're going to show them books to read, like cartoon books of two queers kissing each other. Yeah, that's what he said, no, we're not going to do that. Unbelievable. DeSantis slams leftists lying about the parental rights bill. They support sexualizing kids in kindergarten. These are all separate articles that I wanted to bring out. And then Austin said something a minute ago about Disney. This is <laughs> this is unbelievable. I'm just going to read this. I'm gonna, he, he, he mentioned to it real quickly. This is a president. This is a president of Disney. Okay, The Disney president, who is the mother of a transgender and pansexual child, says she wants at least half of all future characters – to be LGBTQIA or racial minorities, theme parks are now banned from saying hello, boys, and hello, girls. Carrie Burke said that in all hands meeting that she spoke as a mother and as a corporate leader advocating for more inclusive Disney characters. She defended the LGBT nonsense and her comments after Governor Santa signed the bill. Disney television and animation executive producer Latoya Ravino has said that everyone supported a not all secret gay agenda. Disney partner Nadine Smith, co-founder of Equality Florida, said the goal of the Republican bill was to take care of take children from their parents. What? 
And Disney theme parks no longer assume that little girls want to be called princess. You're going to support these damn – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said a bad word. I'm sorry. I don't do that. You're going to support these perverts, these weirdos. I, I get so fed up with this. And I, and, I, and I don't know what else to say. It's that these people nauseate me. And they want to take your children and turn them into queers and transgenders and pansexuals like Miley Cyrus, who was another Disney protege. Oh, yeah, let's not forget about her. Let's forget about all the other Disney protégés that turned out weirdos. Guys, listen to me. Don't support these people. Don't give them your money. Gosh, support shows like this, like the Ted and Awesome Bro Show, and other shows who go to this level of extreme of discussing this. Uh, i got to stop for a second. Awesome, what's your next story? Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's no question about it as far as where we're actually seeing this go. And also, too, in other news, this is very, very interesting. Pretty much the same thing we have said for the last two years and the fact that the surveillance, monitoring, and overall dystopian police state that they've wanted to put into place isn't going anywhere, even though COVID's effectively disappeared now from the mainstream media for the most part until, you know, bobblehead Fauci decides he can get up about once a week and tell everybody they need to get the new Pfizer shot so Pfizer Biotech can continue to make billions of dollars while they sponsor the Oscars and promote their agenda with that. But the World Health Organization has now come out and they've warned countries now this week against dropping the comprehensive testing and surveillance measures saying any relaxation of social control and monitoring could cripple effects to accurately track the virus, the AP report outlined. The World Health Organization went on to say, data are becoming progressively less representative and less robust, who said. Their initiatives are collective. This inhibits our collective ability to track where the virus is and how it's spreading and how it's evolving. Information and analysis that remain critical to effectively end the acute phase of the pandemic. Well, as we pretty much all realize, the pandemic allegedly, well, if you can even call it a pandemic, it pretty much was over by the end of 2020. The virus has been floating around. There have been more viruses floating around, and people got the flu, and people got sick. Just what happens when viruses float around? It's always funny to me how the flu cases went to zero, uh, didn't exist. All of a sudden, flu goes bye-bye. I remember we said that jokingly. I said, well, one, one positive aspect of COVID, it successfully cured the flu. Somehow, remarkably, miraculously, nobody ever gets the flu anymore now. Everybody only gets COVID. And obviously it was a joke because every single case of every single person getting sick pretty much through the PCR test was labeled as COVID. didn't matter what they got. If they had a sore throat, if they had a runny nose, if they had a headache, if they had, you know, basically an upper respiratory infection, if they had the flu. In most cases, the PCR test came back as COVID positive because that's what it's designed to do in order to keep the narrative afloat. And so as you continue to see these things fall into place and the World Health Organization now is basically telling everybody they need to make sure they keep their surveillance up because, you know, as I told everybody, they didn't build those apps. They didn't build those surveillance monitors. They didn't build all these different things in order to to turn them off two years later. They built them because they want them to stay in place. And most people don't even realize they don't even check a lot of their apps and look what they're monitoring. I'm very, very OCD about that with apps on my phone. Even if it's like a social media app, I make sure the microphone, the speakerphone, the camera, everything is turned off all the time unless I absolutely use it for something and I have to manually turn it on. And it'll ask you, oh, this function, this web, this site will not work. This app will not work until you turn this on. You turn it on, you use it for what you use it, and you turn it back off. And I pretty much – I've had very, very few apps on my phone at all. Now, does that mean they still can't track you on the slave tracker? By all means, no. 
These things are full-blown slave trackers. But giving them consent to all these other social media platforms to build algorithms on you and listen to your conversations and take photos of you, that's why people laugh at me. Tell me I'm paranoid, but I always have to keep a piece of tape over my selfie camera. Nobody needs to see what my face looks like. Nobody needs to monitor any of that while I'm on the phone or I'm basically online or I'm on eBay or I'm checking my emails. Because every time you download an app, they ask you for permissions and you give it to them and they turn around and they watch you, they listen to you, they monitor and they track you everywhere you go. Are you going to be able to stop at 100% now in this digital world? Absolutely not. Can you at least slow it down some so they can't just build a giant platform on you? So they know everything you're going to do before you're going to do it? Remember one of the reps of Facebook said that years ago. They said enough, enough clicks, enough likes, enough monitoring, enough basically camera and microphone recording that they basically have access to. They can effectively predict with their algorithm computer methods what you're going to do before you even know you're going to do it with extreme precision. They said that. They built the platforms around that. And everybody agrees to them, and everybody walks around with them, and everybody sits there with the, every single selfie, selfie camera permission on on every app they have, and they're literally watching you. They watch your pupils dilate when you look at a certain topic. They watch your face get angry if you see something on social media they don't like. They see your face if you get aroused, if you see something that you do like. They see basically you smile. They see it all, and they take snapshots of it, and they record it. There's been numerous studies out there and even movies that have been done on it showing about it. They're not, they don't try to hide it. They're not even low-key about it. They'll tell you the terms and conditions. That's why I always tell people it's very important. If you're going to have a private conversation with somebody, like a very private conversation that you want to stay private for whatever topic you decide, because quite frankly, your privacy is your right, you put your phones in another room. You basically put your phones in a drawer somewhere in the back room. And people go, oh, that's paranoid. Awesome. It's not paranoid. It's called, I like my privacy, and I have a right to do that, just like you do. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Free will is a heck of a thing. That's why I've encouraged people. Make sure you understand and you continue to promote free will because once you go down the same line as a tyrant, once you start coming in and saying somebody can't say something out in public, you have a right to say that or don't say that. Now, where it draws the line is obviously when it comes to underminers. There's obviously a whole different ballgame when it comes to individuals under the age of 18. That's why there's so much crap that goes on out there with what they've been trying to do with the pedophilia and the sex trafficking and everything else. Because they've been trying to do this, and this is why they're promoting the schools in order to encourage these children to normalize it and think it's normal to be involved in this type of behavior. So understand what's happening. Also, too, in other news, this is very interesting. I saw an article earlier as they're saying now that Poland has now come out now, and they said they will be cutting off all imports, fuel imports, gas imports, everything imports from Russia by the end of the year. Now, they haven't actually come out now and said what they're going to do to actually handle that because I don't really know how they plan on doing that. Poland gets the vast majority of all of their supplies and fuel and pretty much everything from Russia. And I don't know exactly how they're planning on handle as well the massive influx of people that have just dropped in. Poland's population is around 37 million or was. The United Nations Resettlement Program, Refugee Agency, on their own website, has said that Poland's already taken over more than 2 million Ukraine refugees in over the last four weeks. Now, that's like 6-7% of their entire population has been you know, influxed in the last four weeks. And now they're saying they're going to shut down all the oil and all the fuel imports because they're going to punish Russia. Not sure if Poland's really thought this out strategically, but I'm not really 
sure how they're planning on handling this properly. As I saw in the AP earlier, it said Poland announced steps Wednesday to end all Russian imports by a year's end. While Germany issued a warning about natural gas levels and called on people to conserve, new signs of how the Ukrainian people have come in millions into Poland has now taken the lead in the European Union, cutting off Russian fossil fuels. The bloc's declined to sanction energy because it depends on Moscow for pretty much everything, fuel for cars, electricity, heating industry. But now it is announced they will be cutting off Russia by the end of the year. Now, this is either one of two things, in my opinion. This is either some type of pushed theater to try to make Russia get scared because they're going to basically cut them off and Russia's not going to have any of this money coming in. Or it's basically a design in order to collapse Poland next. You can't start taking in millions of refugees. You've got to understand, Poland doesn't have the infrastructure to start handling a 6, 8, 10, 12, 15% influx of population growth in one month, two months, three months. They're already, like I said, about 6, 7% population influx from 2 million refugees just in the last four weeks. If this continues to go up, how in the world are they planning on handling the refugees that are in Poland, much less handling their own populace if they start cutting off their main supply of fuel? We're already starting to see in numerous places all over the country, diesel, they talked about it the other day. Diesel is basically getting hit in Europe. They're talking about diesel is having basically mass shortages in Europe. I saw an article earlier from Zero Hedge. It said the main Austin International Airport, Austin Burstam International Airport, is dangerously low on jet fuel. Ironically enough, they said they warned of an impeding jet fuel shortage amid a surge in travel to and from the state's capital city. They went on to say here that basically most facilities that size hold at least three to four days of fuel supply. Now, they said majority of the larger airports hold over from five to seven days of jet fuel supply, but they have said that basically this one is incredibly low. They've actually had to delay a lot of flights, not ground them yet, but they're trying to delay and basically divert other flights because of jet fuel. Now, again, this is a smaller international airport. This isn't like Dallas-Fort Worth or Miami International or anything like that. If you hear on the news that the Miami International and Dallas-Fort Worth and basically JFK, and they start having jet fuel shortages and they're grounding planes, I can tell you 100% right now if that happens – Make sure your preps are in order and whatever your contingency plan is next, get ready. Because I personally think that will be a first telltale sign that things are about to start collapsing. If you start seeing major international airports run out of jet fuel, is this a reason to be concerned? No, it's really just a reason to be alert and awake of what's currently going on right now when you start seeing headlines like this, and especially with the diesel issues in Europe and so forth. Now, remember, remember what they said, even what, you know, old AOC blabbed her mouth about a couple of years ago with the Green Deal. They want to stop all air travel, all vehicle travel, and they want to have electric trains go from Europe to the United States and build huge railways, which I've talked about in detail how unbelievably <laughs> financially impossible that would be unless you just start basically printing more money, which they could do, I guess. I don't even know if you could physically engineer something to be safe to go that far. I mean, I don't, that's, that, I don't, I don't know. I've looked at it. I've talked to engineers. A lot of engineers I've talked to said it can't be done. I mean, is it possible? I don't know. But again – there's a reason why they're trying to slow down the velocity of travel, why they're trying to prevent people from being able to travel freely unmolested on their way. GM is having a complete and total shortage right now, allegedly, of parts to get trucks down. I've had a truck on order, a Chevy pickup truck, Silverado, that I ordered back in August of last year. It's going to be April at the end of this month, and I still don't have the truck, and it's been finished since January. 
they have no transport to bring it down here. And they're saying all the other trucks are having supplies of bolts that, like, hold the bed to the frame. I'm like, how, how do you have bolt shortage? I mean, that's not that hard of a product, a tool. We've been doing this over 100 years now. You'd think they'd be able to figure out how to produce bolts. But this is also what happens, my friends. Understand this. This is what happens when you start subbing out to other countries and stop producing in-house. Remember with Henry Ford? He had a full in-house platform to build the Model T. They had the dirt to manufacture the glass. They basically had the rubber factories to make the tires. They had everything, the steel they would make, everything in-house. They would roll all the raw supplies in one side of the factory, and essentially, theoretically, it sounds a little easier than it is, they would roll out a Model T out the other side. That's how you produce stuff. That's how you continue to make things strong and continual supplies you know, and you don't have these supply chain shortages. When you start subbing out 30, 40, 50% of your parts out of country to China and Mexico and other countries and Canada, and all of a sudden those countries start deciding they just want to shut stuff down because they got scared of a virus that showed up that has a 99.97% survival rate, you got a problem. This is why so many people now have started to basically divest a lot of their assets. This is why the vehicle market, used vehicle market, is up 30, 40%. This is why you're seeing addendums, you know, 20, 30,000 addendums on trucks. Is this going to be something that continues? If they continue to short the market, which I personally think they're doing intentionally with vehicles, yes, I do. I think they're going to try to price everybody out of the market for vehicles. That's what they're doing exactly right now with the fuel prices. Fuel prices have no need to be this high. We're sitting on massive supplies of oil, but they're not letting anybody tap into anything because they intentionally want to make the market go up. And this is what I've talked about over the years and why they're trying to talk about producing more electric cars when they can't even handle the current electric infrastructure they have right now. They don't want people driving, period. They want to have a few elect people that are good little citizens to be able to drive around in their little electric cars, and everybody else stays in their giant communities. This is why the United Nations Resettlement Program talked about the United Nations platforms in major cities. They want to build giant smart cities that you don't have to have a vehicle. You work, you eat, you sleep, you vacation, you basically shop. Everything's in one giant city. You don't go anywhere. There is no platform to drive. You have no need to drive. And if you want to drive, you have to save up money for years and years and years in order to rent something or fly somewhere or take a train somewhere or another to another region or another sector like the Hunger Games. This is where they're taking it, my friend. So continue to keep the strength up there and continue to keep the truth going as more That's and more right. people, more and more people get frustrated and upset at the dumbest things. Always remember what's really going on and what to get the truth and light out on. What do you think, Dev? You're absolutely right, Austin. Let me share something real quick. They can take a train to, to Russia. They can take a train to China. They can take a train to Europe from the United States. And here's why. The narrowest distance between the mainland of Russia and the mainland of Alaska is approximately 55 miles. That's it. However, in the body of water between Alaska and Russia, known as the Bering Strait, there lies two small islands known as Big Diomed and Little Diomed. Interestingly enough, Big Diomed is owned by Russia, while Little Diomed is owned by the U.S., and the stretch of water between these two islands is only about 2.5 miles wide. It actually freezes during the winter, so you could actually walk from the U.S. to Russia on the seasonal ice in many, in many years. So they could do it. They could run a train system all the way from United States through Canada, through Alaska, and go across the strait. They could do it. Maybe that's where their goal is because if they're short right now, aircraft fuel, which is a diesel product. Remember, jet fuel is diesel with additives added to it. Most people don't realize that to make it burn properly. If you try to run regular gasoline through a jet, you ain't going to run very good for very long. It won't do it. And see, that's the problem. So if they're going to start grounding air transportation, whatever, 
and, and let me share something else to you too. Years ago, American Airlines, before it got bought up by Straight Street Vanguard and BlackRock, if you were trying to fly on points, there were all kinds of seats available all over the country on points all the time and all over the world. So if you want to get a first-class ticket around the United States, back and forth, or a business-class ticket, they call it, it was like 40,000 points round trip. That's all it was. Well, now they do it based upon demand and upon seasonal variations. And what they do is 335 days out, they'll open up some seats for you on the, on the, what's called the Super Saver Fair now for 40,000 points. But you can never obtain those. They don't exist. They're, they're lying. They'll be like one has gone instantaneously. I talked to yesterday, I talked to a Marriott rep who bought Starwood about five years ago, and Marriott's going to the same structure. They're going to go to seasonal rates for points for hotel rooms. In other words, if a hotel room would have cost 20,000 points, but the hotel's almost sold out, the super saver point hotels for 20,000 points aren't available. They're going to raise the 40,000, 60,000, 80,000, 100,000 points, which will effectively emanate point redemption to any type of you know large amount. They're all doing this because they're owned by State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock now. They've been taken over as far as their stocks. And what happens is this algorithm that figures out exactly this AI Aladdin computer that we talked about yesterday figures out how to maximize profits in all of these corporations. And you think, well, gosh, Ted, are we being taken over by an AI? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because the reality is the military is now saying that they want to allow militaries – decisions to be based on ai article from greenwich time the military wants ai to replace human decision making in battle wait a minute wait a minute here's what it says when a suicide bomber attacked kabul international airport in august last year the death and destruction was overwhelming left 130 188 three people dead including 13 soldiers this kind of mass casualty event can be particularly daunting for field workers and hundreds of people need care in hospitals, etc. The often answer, the often is simple as this. Let the AI make the decision on who to kill, when to kill as quickly as kill. Guys, we're talking cyberdyne. We're talking about allowing AI. AI is already running the stock market. We talked about it in depth yesterday. AI, artificial intelligence, is what they wanted to bring in all of the time because AI ties into a D-Wave computer. The developer of the AI D-Wave computer said it's like standing before the presence of an alien god. I kid you not. And now they want this AI computer, just like they did in Cyberdyne, just like in Terminator, where they always want to tell you what they're going to do to take over human beings' decision-making abilities. Wow. Now we're finding out that American Express is now working with the government, because remember Joe Biden said he wanted every amount of payment being made to American, every payment being made up down to $600 to be basically held the tax liability for the IRS. Well, American Express is now working with the IRS, and supposedly they're talking about if you make a payment to the American Express company, they're going to withhold 35% of that payment now and pay it to the IRS as if you stole the money. Not joking, guys. This is why they're taking everybody to an AI cashless system so they can completely control Every single, single thing you're doing. My CPA called me up and told me that this morning. I said, what the heck? I said, this is craziness. But, guys, this is the world that we're living in because the world that we're living in is being brought back into the old world order. Remember what Klaus Schwab said? By 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. That gay weirdo over there out of Switzerland. Guys, listen to me. This is why you have to keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You do. <laughs> you've got to be thinking about Jesus all of the time. You've got to be praying all the time. I pray for you guys every single day because I know that if I pray for you, you're going to pray for me because I'm going to do everything I possibly can to return your phone calls. 
to do everything I possibly can as your friend to pray for you. And guys, please listen to me. Focus on Christ. Focus on God. Pray every day. Pray like it's all up to God. Work like it's all up to you. This time is getting really short. We're about to see the doggone seals, in my opinion, start breaking in the book of Revelation. We're about to see a lot of really weird stuff happening. And guys, if you're not ready and you're not right with Jesus, you're going to have a mess. Because these times, it says in the Bible, if these times were not cut short, even the elect would not survive them. We've got Lucifer, who's in another dimension, who wants to tie himself into an AI computer to allow himself to become omnipresent, where every thought of every man is evil all the time, just like he already did in Genesis 6. They have an article. I don't have time to read it today. It was talking about how the pyramid systems were basically an ancient energy source to transmit energy like Tesla talked about all over the world. I've talked about that to you guys in depth before about what the pyramids really were. There's thousands of them all over the planet. We have to realize that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against these principalities and all these things in the high places that are attacking us as Christians. They don't care what race you are, whether you're black or white or Chinese or Hispanic. They don't care. They want you dead. They want you tied into a hive mind. They want to control you, and they want to basically feed off of you. They're, they're basically parasites. Don't let that happen, except Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. He's here to protect you. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thanks for praying for us. Thanks for supporting Health Masters. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people, I think, fail to kind of understand the aspect of how far this de delves into the AI. And it's a very weird topic to talk about. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people, when you start talking about it, they go, oh, that's all science fiction. It's not science fiction. I can promise you right now. I've talked to some people involved in some of this stuff. It's very, very real. And it's been going on for a very long time. Dad's talked about it in detail. We, you know, we could do a whole show on it one day if people wanted us to and what they're trying to do and what they've been doing with the space-based weapons platforms and the whole space force and all the other weird stuff stuff they talk about and try to disclose subtly and everybody just kind of just goes oh yeah okay whatever cool that's whatever they're talking about in reality it's a very very real thing that people need to be aware of so continue to do your research make your own decisions my friends don't allow somebody else to tell you what you have to think now you know, there's a lot of people out there that can give you good advice good intel good information absolutely but at the end of the day make your own decision on it and don't keep your feelings on their sleeves Sometimes someone may say something that makes you mad. And I don't mean people going out, you know, trying to be rude to everybody. You know, I had that happen the other day. I went out and we went out for a really nice dinner, and there was a server that we had. And he seemed, honestly, my perception of him, he seemed like he was pretty gay. But he was a really, really, really good server. He's really, really respectful. Didn't present any of his nonsense on me. He just came across as yeah, what his behavior was, probably on his personal life. But he was really good. I gave him a decent tip. Because he didn't sit there and try to talk to me about how I need to make comments that are pro-gay or how I need to take care of my children to, you know, gay library talks, any of that. So I don't know what his behavior is in the background. One thing I do know is that if somebody does a good job and they do good work, it's different. As I said before, what somebody does in the private house, I don't care. However, when they start going in, they start blatantly doing things in front of you and start blatantly telling you what your kids have to be exposed to and blatantly being disrespectful and going against God's word – at that point, you have to stand up and speak your mind. No questions asked, 100%. So thank you again, my friends. The product of the week, y'all voted. It won today. It will be going on sale, the vitamin C powder. That's our vitamin C formula with our bioflavonoids and quercetin added into it. Incredibly good product. 
we've had this product out for about two years now when we originally came out with our updated vitamin C. Essentially, we made it specifically for the viral protection because quercetin and vitamin C work really, really well together for the immune system. And when you stack the zinc with that product, so you have the vitamin C with antioxidants and the zinc, it like supercharges the entire thing as far as for the immune system. And I can't tell you how many people I've had that have taken that product and just had great results from it, great immune response from it, stayed really, really healthy. So that product is on sale. The powder formula will be on sale today as product of the week. Y'all voted in it once. So can, I encourage you, look at what we have rolling out next. Vote on it. It's just an open platform. I let everybody vote. Whatever they want to have happen wins. It's kind of my way of staying connected with a lot of the customers and what they like, what they want to see as far as on the uh, website go on sale. So we're doing the best we can to continue to keep our prices down as long as we can, even though the prices are getting insane, even with the, the freight and the shipping. But again, if you know it's coming, you can prepare for it, and I've continued to encourage people that. None of this stuff happens overnight. It continues to happen, slowly builds up. You just have to be aware and awake enough to see it happening and know what to get involved in and what not to get involved in and what to prep with and what to have on standby and backup reserves with. So thank you again, my friends, for Health Masters. If you need anything, 1-800-726-1834. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.